Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We had Kevin Rennie on last week. He you know, writes a lot, a lot of different stuff. But one of the things we talked about was he was critical of Senator Chris Murphy's you know, focus on loneliness in America. And... I don't know. I thought it was. I'm not wasn't sure what to think of it, but I, I wanted to give Senator Murphy a chance to to talk about it because I, I think in some ways it was a little bit unfair. And uh, he joins us now on Brian and Company. Good morning, Senator. How are you, Senator? Good morning. Did you watch the game last night? By the way, you get a chance to or no? The UConn game? Yeah. I don't know how much yeah. you're such a busy guy, so I don't know if you're able to sit down and watch the. No, news. no, no, no. I was uh, I was uh, working through the night, but I. Uh, I, I I taped it and watched it. Uh, yeah, it was a great uh, it was a great team effort. That team is so different with Klingon out there. I mean, you know, he just sort of opens up the lanes for guys who are driving his, you know, pick and roll game is pretty yeah. amazing. It was awesome to see him back out there, and he's just got like you know such an enthusiasm for the game that's fun to watch. Yeah, he really does seem happy on the court, and he sets a million screens for people. I saw you briefly at the St. John's game, but I didn't want to disturb you at a night out, so I didn't figure you didn't want to talk to another talking head. But uh, also, I got a bone to pick with you. What's that? My son didn't win the MLK essay contest. No kidding, he submitted an essay. Yeah, it, actually, it was a great it was a great process, and he ended up reading it to to the the two of the candidates read it to the school and his his classmate ended up get, get winning your thing but it was really a great pro- I was just busting your chops but um it was really good I mean it, it was for him to go through the process was was great well you know that just shows you there's no favoritism in, uh, in our <laughs> office so we we play the uh, annual Martin Luther King essay contest uh, straight and fair or you're like, I'm not giving it to a kid named Shackman. No way. Um, let's let's get down to business. We have a couple minutes here with you. You know, when I you're a parent, obviously, and when you when you started talking about the loneliness stuff, I mean, I think what Kevin was is like, it's not all of us, Senator Murphy, and I think that was kind of nitpicky. But for me, it always goes back to technology. But just people who haven't been following, you know, your comments on this, just explain why you think this is an important enough thing for you as uh, you know, a sitting U.S. senator to talk about? Yeah, I, I understand that you know, there's some people that look at my focus on loneliness and, and connection and the you know, spiritual health of the country and wonder if that's something that a United States senator should be working on. Um, but we really are in the middle of uh, a loneliness and social isolation crisis. Um, you look at the teen suicide rates, you look at the overall suicide rates, you look at the number of people who are you know, becoming addicted to dangerous drugs of withdrawal, um, and you can see the signs all over the place that we are just you know, lacking the ability to connect with each other like we did you know, 40, 50 years ago. The number of Americans who report having no friends uh, today um, is uh, about five times higher than it was just two decades ago. And, um, you know, I just think that this is a real important problem, especially for parents out there who see their kids 
you know, kind of withdrawing into themselves. So I've been talking about this issue. Um, Kevin's right. It, it doesn't impact everybody. There are lots of happy, connected Americans out there. But I guess there's no problem that affects everyone. But you talk to any parent out there and they'll tell you that um, there is a, an, an isolation crisis in this country. And it's about social media. It's about parents having to work, you know, way too many hours and not having enough you know, time to engage in uh, leisure activities. Uh, you know, there's a, a it's about the erosion of third places. Right. Churches aren't as healthy as they used to be. Union halls aren't as healthy. Downtowns aren't as healthy. The places we used to meet each other don't exist in the same way. I just think it's important to have that conversation. And frankly, I think it's one that brings people together. I mean, I find a lot of Republicans who want to talk to me about um, connection and loneliness and the, the spiritual state of America. And it's a way to kind of bridge divides in our politics today. Yeah, I, I think it, so much of it has to do with technology. And I see it in my own home. And I don't, you know, sometimes like I watched the, the UConn game and I was the only one in the living room, you know, and it's because there were other options for the kids and they were in their own room doing their own thing. And I think a lot of that, that has to do with technology. But I, I want to ask one quick question because there's some other things I want to get to with Senator Chris Murphy here on Brian and Company. Uh, one is what what can go, besides elevating the conversation, which I do think is a positive, what can families, it really starts in the home, right? But what can gov- can government be a force for good when it comes to an issue like this? Uh, yeah, I think there's a limited uh, amount that that government can do to help people, you know, find friends and be more connected. I just think we have to be you know, honest about that. But, you know, social media regulation is um, uh, something that government can do. I mean, we don't have to choose for these technologies to be so purposely addictive, especially for our kids. And so, you know, that's a good place to start to say, listen, we're going to um, control uh, kids access to social media. We're going to put parents in charge by requiring parental consent. We're not going to let these algorithms be used to addict minors. Um, you know, and if you you know, start out in life a little less addicted to those technologies, maybe you're more willing to put your phone down as a young adult. And maybe that sets you on a path where, you know, you're more plugged into yeah. your community, into your neighborhood. So that's a place where we could start. And there's, again, a lot of bipartisan agreement on that. <laughs> the kids are really good at workarounds, <laughs> but I think it's a great, you know, if you could pull it off. And plus, it's a, in a capitalist system, it's hard to limit these these businesses where it's really their, it's their objective to do it. So uh, we're talking with Chris Murphy here, obviously a senator here in Connecticut. If I can get quickly on a couple of political things, you know, we had that vote yesterday in the House where several Democrats voted to sort of as a rebuke to the president on the border. I think everyone can admit it's kind of a mess. I don't think it's a partisan issue that we need to have a better way around this. Um, you know, why do you think the White House hasn't been more proactive on this issue? And, and what are we not doing that you think we should do? Well, as you know, Brian, I'm you know right now the lead negotiator on a bill in the Senate to try to give the president new tools to manage the border because uh, I, I do think that we cannot handle effic- efficiently and effectively 10,000 people crossing a day. Um, we've got to um, give the president the ability to get the border back under control. We still have to have the ability for people to come here and apply for asylum if they're legitimately fleeing terror or torture. But there are a lot of people who are abusing the asylum system and are really just coming here for work. So, you know, we are right now um, uh, at the end stages of a negotiation around an immigration and border reform bill that would be the most significant in, you know, over a decade. And the White House is in those rooms. The White House is at the table. I was on the phone with the White House, uh, you know, at 10 o'clock last night as part of these negotiations. So I'm hopeful that we'll, you know, have a, a bipartisan bill soon that will, uh, help the president control what's happening at the border. Well, you know, also 
um, living up to our values as a country that is, you know, essentially what we are today because of, of immigration. Yeah, we'll see what the House does with it. And, you know, obviously it, it's a process to get stuff through. And, you know, someone push back, like, why, why, why now two years into the administration? But I, I only have another minute here. Uh, what about this, the, the issue as it relates to the shutdown and Ukraine and Israel aid? Obviously, in the Senate, it's a different dynamic. But I wondered if you had any thoughts you want to share with the audience on that. Yeah, you know, this is just absolutely ridiculous. This, you know, perpetual crisis over a government shutdown. Um, you know, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, nobody can love what's happening in the House of Representatives right now, where, you know, the Speaker of the House is constantly threatened with being kicked out of office um, if he just tries to keep the government operating. And there are a bunch of radicals there that don't care about the rest of us, um, that just care about social media clicks. They're, you know, holding the entire process hostage. Um, I believe, as you know, that we cannot let Vladimir Putin march into and through Ukraine. And that's part of the reason why we're doing this border package is the Republicans have said, listen, we're not going to vote for Ukraine aid unless we get you know, changes on the border. I, I think independently we should make some changes in immigration and border policy. Uh, and so hopefully we'll get that done and that will allow us to unlock aid for Ukraine. Um, but yeah, the House of Representatives in general is just a, a big problem uh, these days. Senator Murphy, we appreciate the time. We know you're really busy and um have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, man. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 